0: Welcome to Santa Cruz Naturalist. I'm Emily Donham. Today we're chatting about tussock moss with Becca Nelson, a PhD student in ecology at UC Davis. Here's Becca now.
1: But I guess to just broadly describe my research interests, I'm interested in how human caused changes to the environment affect the relationships between plants and insects. I sort of work in the intersection of understanding these plant-insect relationships and then putting them in the context of restoring ecosystems and managing ecosystems.
0: I was really interested in your thinking about tussock moths and their influence on coastal live oaks because here in Santa Cruz, we had just a crazy, crazy moth season this year. It was out of control. All over next door, people were sending posts that were like, What is this? What's happening? This is like, I've never seen it like this. And I was just really curious as to if you knew more about the tussock moths and why we had such a crazy season this year.
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. So, this. Western tuscock moth is the species that we get in the Bay Area, and they're prone to cyclical outbreaks where certain years you won't see that many of them, but then certain years when their population reaches a certain level, there'll just be these very dramatic, intense outbursts where it just seems like it's the caterpillar apocalypse or something because they're just like, yeah, covering all sorts of trees, all sorts of buildings, are unavoidable.
0: Oh, yeah, that's exactly how I would describe it, a caterpillar apocalypse. It was really, really disgusting, and it it started to make me worry about the trees themselves.
1: Yeah, so the caterpillars, they eat live oak leaves, they tend to defoliate trees and they're very generalists in the sense that they're not picky eaters they will eat pretty much everything so they will go for like the different species of oaks we have in California but they can also be a huge concern for orchards because they'll also sometimes eat the leaves of of crop trees and orchards which can then have economic issues from just the, the loss in in health of the trees but a lot of the local oaks are sort of adapted to having herbivore pressure from the caterpillars. So often like they'll affect the oaks, but the oaks are usually able to recover and are are fine long term.
0: Cool. This is not an interaction that we necessarily need to be concerned about, right? At least at this point, like I feel like there's a lot of concern about it over the summer.
1: These outbreaks happen pretty regularly. It's a native species to the West Coast. So I feel like it's not as concerning as when sometimes exotic species who aren't haven't evolved with these these trees can sometimes cause even more disruption but it's it's definitely something that particularly for schools with children for orchards there needs to be a discussion on how to limit the tussock moths or manage them in a way that ideally helps avoid um, the potential human conflict with them particularly since they can cause rashes and things for people but also hopefully manage them in a way that can be sort of safe for the environment and not have non-target effects on other species if, if they are choosing to apply pesticides.
0: You've been listening to Santa Cruz Naturalist. I'm Emily Donham. Special thanks to my guest, Becca Nelson, and as always to all of you for tuning in.